Hey guys, in today's podcast, I want to share with you a group discussion we had with our tier one members, sharing some of their best advice for new traders and talking about what they would do differently if they had the chance. Today, today's uh, episode is going to be episode uh, uh, Q&A session, I guess we can say, is going to be one where uh, I'm going to need your guys' input. And the question comes from Jamie, who says, and I'll input as well, of course, if you were new to trading today, what would you focus on? So basically, we've all been through the journey, some sort of journey, some of us longer than others. Basically, this is the question like, not if you have any regrets, but if there's one mistake that you made that you know now, not even mistake, mistake's a bad word, but if there's one thing you can change, right? If you can rewind time and put yourself back in your shoes of when you first started, is there anything you would do different what would that thing be? And first I was like, this is going to be a very simple question. Like I already know my answer, but I forgot we have you guys to chime in. And I think it, it's a very interesting one. So I'd love to hear it. And we can dive a little bit into each of the the topics that you guys give. And of course, if you have any other questions, shoot it, shoot it to me. Um, I don't mind answering stuff that doesn't come through, of course. But I thought this was an interesting one, a little, a light day. So where he says learning the basics oh i was too quick to answer because that wasn't a mistake <laughs> richard says don't rush don't rush don't rush so give, give me give me some examples of what of what you would do what, what what would you say don't rush what did you rush on give me some details did you go through courses did you not practice i mean go through courses too quick did you not practice what you were learning did you skip over a concept that you felt was unimportant and, and skip straight to a strategy, right? Give me give me some uh, rush into back testing. So we'll start with Raymond. That's the first one that just, that just came up. Raymond says, I rushed to back test. Now let me ask you this, Raymond. With rushing to back test, did you rush to start the back testing? Like, um, do you wish you would have learned more before you got to back testing? Or did you actually rush the actual back testing, meaning you you rushed the back testing process? So did you rush before you got to back testing, or did you rush kind of the back testing process? Rem says it was a bittersweet process. I rushed wanting to complete it. I'm gonna have to jump around and get some of your answers. Nikki says the same thing. He said I juped, I jumped into back testing before doing the back testing phase. So this is one thing that is very important. And like many of you, because I, I think I've experienced all of the setbacks in trading, um, this, is, this is an important one, right? We, we tend to look at backtesting as being a chore, right? I, I did a video the other day on YouTube called what? Five steps to full-time trading or trading full-time, something like that. And we listed five steps. We listed like the exploration phase where you just kind of explore general knowledge, trying to find, hey, 
what type of trading style do I like? What type of mentor or coach kind of, you know, do I want to hook up with? Two is learning how to trade, right? Three is the back testing phase, right? And many of us look at that back testing phase just to get to the next phase, which is demo trading, forward trading, or testing and, and, and trading. Um, in reality, it, it's not a means to an end. The, the, the back testing phase is basically a second part of the exploration phase, right? Because we, we always think about strategy development. Strategy development is where we're taking our strategy, we're developing rules. Um, and, we, and we look at back testing as being a phase that comes after strategy development. Well, the reality is the strategy development process is still going on during the backtesting process, right? The strategy development process is the initial kind of thoughts and ideas, but you really don't kind of, you really don't see it and figure things out until you get into backtesting. And again, a mistake I made was backtesting just for the results. I just wanted to get through it. I, you know, I needed to have a certain amount of trades, a certain amount of years. So I was just kind of getting to the end. And I had to back test many times because as I would go through, I would see different things that I wanted to pay attention to. Hmm, that looks interesting. Then go all the way back, restart and do it again. So what we talk about with the pre-back testing process is that, uh, is that that phase, that eye test phase where basically you're testing, you're not tracking all of the data. Maybe you're doing small stuff, win loss, you know, maybe, you know, profit loss, stuff like that. Um, but you're basically, you're, you're going through the charts, not to acquire your final data, but to acquire any ideas, you know, what else do I think I want to test? You know, should I think about this filter? Should I think about that filter? Should I think about profits here? Should I think about this type of stop loss, um, directional bias, stuff like that? There needs to be that phase first that we can kind of think about all of the questions that we want to ask. That way, when we do start the backtesting process, we can go about addressing all of those questions. And, and maybe you still have to do it more than once to go through it, but at least you don't have to go through it a million times. So I think that's a, a really, really, really good one. Raymond says, Exactly. Um, this was something I learned by making mistakes the first time. Bittersweet because it helped me become proficient at reading the ebbs and flows um, and being more comfortable with my reading a chart in general. And yeah. And, and I don't believe, you know, I, you know, everything has a lesson. So all of these negatives are there's a positive on the other side of it. Raymond saying that what well, a negative was that he was dumb and rushed through it and had to do it multiple times. The positive was it gave him more reps in the market and really trained his eyes to read price action better. So there, there is always a positive to something. Sometimes you got to look a little bit, uh, a little bit deeper to see it. Um, going back through some of what you guys said, um, Greg says, invest in my education first, then demo for at least a good six months before putting real money on the line. So it sounds like Greg is saying that instead of going into demo first and putting real money in the line, invest in some education, invest in some training, um, whether it's a course, whether it's a book, whether it's a coach, um, whether it's a service, uh, uh, you know, a service I was uh, clicking, I was looking at Real Vision TV this morning, whether it's a, a service that's just gonna give you some insights. Um, but make the investment and spend, invest the time in learning, right? Don't be in a rush to, to put real money on the line. There, there is, 
There is a, there is something where if you wait too late, that's a negative. But I would say it's it, it, you know eventually you have to kind of take the leap and trade. And we do see the other end. We we do see traders who never trade live. Um, where they're, they're, they're it's interesting, right? It, it's <laughs> and I don't know if you. I, I know some traders on the platform like this. I, I won't put any names out there, but there are some traders on the platform that I think are afraid to trade live, and the excuse that they use not to trade live is to continue testing and continue tweaking. And there is such thing as over tweaking, right? Um, but it's very easy to make that excuse where it's like, oh, I wanna get an extra pip out of this 10 years of backtesting process, so I'm gonna backtest again. Um, at some point you do have to make the jump into trading live and that's a, a different type of fear. But um, I do think you should take your time. There, there, there is no need to trade live money before you're ready. Uh, Jason Grayson always says there's, no, there's really no need to recklessly lose money in the market. Um, Take your time. If you know, it may take a while. You may give yourself a while. The longer you give yourself, just think of it as the more experience you're going to have, the better you're going to get as a trader. On the back end, the more you can grow your account and start with a a, a, a larger amount of capital. So even if you're not actually trading, you're still growing your account. One, because you're taking whatever money you can on the side and and putting it into whatever that fund is that you're going to use to trade your account. Two, you're not losing money in the market by coming in unprepared. Um, so there's nothing wrong with taking your time. Uh, but there, there does come a point in time where eventually you have to, uh, you got to trade eventually. But that's a, another story. So that's a good one, Greg. Um, Richard says, go through each trading video. Do the homework before you do the next module. Um, and later go over to videos again you'll get more out of them. doing the homework is big something we wanted to implement again we were telling the story in the live room the other day and i don't know how many of you guys understand this but we started tier one trading in six weeks so i don't know if you guys understand that and i mean any everything from literally the paperwork to the course creation to the website was a six-week process and there were a lot of things that got left out just because time one of the things that we wanted to do along with the homework i love giving homework you can see in all my modules i, I give action items um, that's what my mentor always called them um we wanted to put in quizzes um that, that was something that we we it just didn't make the cut and maybe we can do it in the in the future if, if, if we have the time but we wanted to put in quizzes i'm taking uh you know when i first when i first took my training course and, and the first training course i created it was called the 12 week transformation. That was the first training course that I created. And it was a, a, a course that was only open twice a year or, or maybe once every year and a half, something like that. And you would only get one module, one training lesson a week. So you were forced to focus on only that lesson. And I think that benefited the trader a lot. Now it's hard to, it, 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 what sucked is when people wanna sign up for the course, you're like, oh yeah, you gotta wait till next January, right? That's not fun, because then you're not giving traders a chance. So that's, that's the, the negative side. But I like the, I like the, 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 the part of focusing. And, I, and I'm taking a course right now, it's um, for, for speed development. And one of the things that for, uh, one of the things that they have is, they won't let you move on to next course until you get 80% on a quiz at the end of each course. 
And I think that's a cool, I think that's a pretty cool concept. Now a little bit, it might be a little bit harder to do in our courses since, you know, we're, we're talking about, especially the later ones that talk about multiple strategies. Um, but I like that concept because at least it makes you go back and think. If you bomb a quiz, if you're taking a, a five question quiz and you get one right, at least it kind of stops and make you think like, okay, maybe I did kind of rush through this. Maybe I didn't do the homework and study enough. And I think, I always think that's a cool, a cool idea. But yeah, repetition, do the homework, do the homework, do the homework. Understand that the best knowledge in trading is going to come from your time on the chart. It's, it's, not, it's not from watching videos, right? Watching videos are going to help explain the concepts, but there is, there is nothing better that will come with uh, than just time on the chart. I, I, I do to this day, you can see some notes on this chart. I was looking up, uh, I was doing some stuff, just identifying hidden diversions the other day, right? And I just pick a random chart and I just go through it. I just look and I train my eyes and I train my eyes and I train my eyes, right? I still do it to this day, still do it, right? You would think that I don't need to do any of this stuff. I still do it to this day. So do the homework and review, do the homework and review. I make a habit to review my courses once a year. Or I do, well, I'll do some continued education. Usually some of it is sometimes it's reviewing an old course that I took once a year um, and just finding little things that I may have forgot. So that's that's a good one. Good one. Good one, Richard. Um, and again, I'm way behind. So if you're typing in, I'm sorry, I can't see it. Um, adding on to that, get one concept right at a time. Understand the topic topics rather than concentrating on too many areas. Yeah, I think that's big. Um, I, I think following up on that is... We tend to want to get to the strategy. We, we, some of us tend to think about how we're going to trade before we actually get there. So if you've already got your mind made up that, hey, I want to be a trend following trader and you're taking the foundation course, you're going to be looking at the concepts there only as a trend following trader. Now, that's not a bad thing the second time through the course, in my opinion, where you want to be specific about how you want to focus on the concepts. But I think the first time through the course, it should just be non-biased, just learning the concepts, No, not worried about a strategy or how you're going to trade, just learning it, learning it, learning it. The second time through, now you can make it specifically towards how you want to trade. All right, let's see if I can shiny object syndrome. Um, one thing, Master, a lot of you guys saying the same thing. Focus on one thing at a time. Focus on one thing at a time. Um, make sure you know your system before you spend weeks back testing it. Um, uh, yeah, you can, you, you might as well shoot it to me here. My, my, my email is sometimes delayed, so I may not get it. Um, so just shoot it to me. You can shoot it to me here. You can shoot it to me on the, the tier one chat, whatever is I'll log in right now, whatever is easier for you, whatever is easier for you. Yeah. So my advice is very similar to what you guys are saying is, you know, my biggest mistake was. Focusing on the strategy and not learning how to trade, right? Not understanding that trading is a, is actual skill. I was just strategy, strategy, strategy. And really, I, I had the knowledge of strategy, but I didn't have the knowledge of anything else. Um, the biggest leap in my trading came when I focused on just being a chartist, just being a, a, a technical analyst. And the cool thing about that is, and, and some of you guys may be able to attest to this, once you have the skill of reading a price chart, you can literally do anything, right? 
I'm talking it, it, it takes your strategy development to the next level. It allows you to go over to different markets. I, I got an email the other day because I, I did a few videos on cryptocurrencies and I got some I got some emails asking like, well, you know, what's the you know, what do you I didn't know you were into crypto. What are you doing? What's the difference? And I said, well, I'm not into crypto, but I said technical analysis is the same. Right. And this is someone that comes from a stock background. Um, technical analysis are the same. Now, the, the personalities of the market may be different. You know, with crypto, maybe you have more of a fundamental bias. I, I know with, with stocks, um, I do have more of a fundamental bias than with Forex. Um, trading and investing, right? There's a difference between the two. But you can analyze the markets the same way. I remember me and Darren had some discussions last year. We're looking at a lot of stocks um, during the, the COVID year. <laughs> um, and, you know, obviously there, there, was a, there was a fundamental bias behind it. But... We were looking at the technicals in order to pinpoint where is the best place to enter or where's the best place to exit in a few cases. And I look at strategy development now. If all you know is a strategy, it's impossible to build your own. And the whole premise here at Tier 1 Trading is to put you in a position where you can either use a strategy and tweak it towards your, to your own, Right. Use a strategy that we give you and kind of make it your own, add your little things to it, or develop your own strategy, right? You can't do either of that if you don't understand the foundational skills, right? If you're not a good chartist, you can't do either of that. Even when it comes to stuff like indicators, right? We, we, we don't talk a lot about indicators because I believe they're, they're secondary, right? But even when it comes to indicators, you know, we always talk about tweaking the indicator to complement your strategy, Right. If you don't understand how to read a price chart, if you can't tell what the market is doing, can you can you determine if your indicator is helping or hurting you? Can you tell if your indicator is complimenting you or not? Right. We're looking at um, again on this chart, I was doing some stuff on on hidden diversions. Right. And we're looking at situations like this where here's a good example of hidden diversions, right? You have a pullback right here. This pullback is higher than the previous pullback. Would you guys agree? Draw it out like this, make it a little easier for you. You got pullback one, pullback two, RSI, you have pullback one, pullback two. So you have a higher high right here. You have a lower high right there. That's a hidden divergence, right? If you can't analyze these ebbs and flows, can you ever find this? Right? If you can't analyze what trend, if you're, let's say you're adding a directional bias to your strategy, if you can't understand what trend the market is in, can you know what side of the indicator to look at? Can you know what bias you should have between long or short? No. So being able to read a price chart, I mean, it's it's amazing. I, I can, it's it, I guess in the humblest way possible, I feel like I can literally do anything because I, I have that general skill mastered. Mastered is, you know, relative, obviously. So that's, that, that is the biggest thing for me. And I wasted a year, year and a half not focused on that. And that's why we present it to you first.
<laughs> That's why we present it to you first. And if you think about all the questions we have, and I'm not saying it's easy, don't get me wrong, but many of the questions we have are a uh, 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 repeated question we get a lot. It's about anchor legs and impulse legs and patterns, right? How, you know, determining the X to A, right? Guess what that is, guys? Is that any different than reading the trend? It's reading the ebbs and the flows. Now, again, I'm not, I'm not saying it's easy by any means. I don't, I don't want you to take it that way. But a lot of people who ask those questions, guess what they rush over? They, they rush over the reading the price chart section. They go straight to pattern formation because they, they see that as a, a quick and easy way to get into the markets. But now they can't identify the pattern because they can't actually identify what price is doing. And it takes so many reps. That's a very hard part. It takes so many reps to understand that stuff because it, it's so easy to identify every single ebb and flow. It's so easy to ignore every single ebb and flow. Like it is tough. It is not easy and, and, there, and there's no set rule. There's no consistent rule for it. it it's, it's one of those things where you, you it's your eyes and you have, to, you, you have to train your eyes to do something different. It, 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 you have to... Train your, your eyes and your brain to see something. And for you guys to understand psychology and, and, and all that fun stuff, it, you know, you, can, you train, can you train a new habit in one day? No, you can't, you can't train a new habit in one day. If you, if you are used to doing something, right? It's like people that try those crash diets. Like, I'm going to cut sugar out today. No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> you're, cold turkey doesn't work, man. Cold turkey doesn't work, but if you train your body to deal with it, it works. Like I can't drink, I, I, I can't drink juice anymore without cutting it with some water. Never, never, ever in my life would I have thought I've been like that. But now it's a habit. I have to. I have to. So that that's the most important part for me. Thank you as always for checking out the podcast. If you want more from both myself and Jason Greystone, make sure you check out our new YouTube channel. It's called The Trader Coffee Break. Each and every Thursday at 10 a.m., we're giving you new episodes, having some really a coffee counter, coffee table discussion on what we believe are the most important aspects of trading. So check it out. YouTube search The Trader Coffee Break. Make sure you subscribe, and I'll see you on Thursday.